Welcome to CooperCast, Simon and Garfunkel, Part 1, The Early Days. This is your host, Al's web accomplice, John Sachs. In this episode, Al talks about connecting with Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel back in Queens as teenagers. It all begins when I was in the Royal Teens, and we were playing at a school in Queens. I think we were lip-syncing with other acts. And at the time, Paul and Art had a a hit single out under the name of Tom and Jerry. This is pre-Simon and Garfunkel. And they were on the bill. And then we found out from talking that they lived in Queens, not far from me, whereas the Royal Teens were from New Jersey. We struck up a friendship, but it was mostly with Paul. Paul and I lived comparatively near each other. And also, we worked out of 1650 Broadway. Oh, Paul was down at 1650? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. So... He, he was songwriting. Yes. And, and producing a little. And so... I would bump into him in 1650, and so we were able to keep our friendship together. He hired me to play on a gig with him with his father's band. Oh. Like at a, you know, some kind of affair. And so I went, and like every 45 minutes, he would jump up and sing some rock and roll songs, and I would back him up on guitar, and the, the drummer and the bass player from the society band would play as well. And I did a few of those. And it was very interesting to me because I didn't have any other gigs like that. What was his father's band like? Was it a big band? It was a big band and they played and they were very successful. But they worked all the time. Not always with Paul. Right. But they worked all the time. They did, you know, weddings and stuff like that. Was that his father's job or was that a side No, it was his father's job and he was in, you know, probably the top ten. I see. What was the name of his father's band? Beats me. Maybe Lou Simon. So his his being in the music biz was like uh, uh, like sort of a natural. They already had that hit record, that Hey School Girl right. by Tom and Jerry. That was definitely it. Says, that was definitely a hit record. When he was working, not particularly with art. Before Simon and Garfunkel, he was writing songs under the name Jerry Landis, L-A-N-D-I-S. And because we had become friends, you know, I I sort of followed his career and what he did because we would see each other and talk about it. He was not an overnight success. I mean, he was trying all kinds of different things like you were. He was in. Yeah, he was in the music business. Uh, uh, for probably the same amount of time I was. Because right. that's how we met. Tico and the Triumphs. In my yeah. 45s collection, yeah. I have a Tico and the Triumphs single called Motorcycle. That that yeah. was a very good record. And that was basically a Paul Simon put together band. Yes. But, well, I mean, it was probably just him and musicians. And he would overdub the other voices. The producer took Sounds of Silence and added 
all of the backing and then released it and it became like number one. Well, the producer, I believe, at that point was Tom Wilson. So it was Tom Wilson that took this nice little folky thing and turned it into a serious folk rock and made them into a household word right? overnight. They were both great singers. And they had a, a great blend because they had been doing it for so many years. Well, I mean, if you, if you divorce them later yeah. in life, Paul obviously did better than Garfunkel. So, yeah, but you can't really downplay Garfunkel. They were magic together. Very, very Everly Brothers kind of sound. Yeah, right? so what? <laughs> no, I, listen, I think the Everly Brothers were one of the greatest things that ever happened. He's a very good guitar player. Oh, he's a wonderful guitar player. There's no doubt about that. You never then played professionally at any time with Paul Simon or Simon and Garfunkel. No, that's not true. I played on some of their albums. Oh, well, tell us about that. I can't remember, uh, you know, the, <laughs> what specifically what songs. Okay. But uh, one was in a, a movie. I know that because I remember sitting in the theater and going, that's me to myself. But we didn't work on anything until Simon and Garfunkel. And then they, they hired me for a session. And through the miracle of coincidence, they were working with producer John Simon. And I was a, a big fan of John Simon, but I had never met him. And so I finally met him, and it was very nice. I remember one time... I was doing their session and I said, uh, I have a, a, a band that I'm putting together and we would really like you to uh, produce the record. And he said, well, can you play me some songs on the piano? So I said, yeah. So I played him like two or three songs. This was on a break. Simon and Garfunkel weren't around. And he said, I'm very interested. So let's let's pursue this. I said, okay, great. So there was that. That was later with Blood, Sweat, and Tears. See, it's all connected. This has been Coopercast, a Simon and Garfunkel episode brought to you by Tico and the Triumphs. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any podcast distributor and tell your friends.